Hi, this is TJ Miller, and you're listening to Mad Scientist Party Hour. Welcome back to another episode of Mad Scientist Party Hour. My name's Kevin Kraft, joined by a man who's nude from the waist down and is currently tripping on acid while fucking a basket of cream cheese wontons as he watches Dr. Pimple Popper. That's Poo Fingers Magoo, Jeff Clark. Whatever. I hit too close to home the Poo Fingers. <laughs> and... Joining us from Doug Peterson's backyard while he's while where he's writing out his fifth draft of a death threat constructed entirely of boogers. It's the bearded boogler burger known as Shuddy Boy. Yo, brat, brat. Dougie P got himself off my shit list this week, so I'm not on Team Doug, uh, but Big Balls Doug let him swing yesterday. All right. How much research did you do for that intro? That's impressive, Kevin. None. I just checked my Twitter DMs. So shout out to um, BW Strangler, the homie, who oh, who nice. sent that one in. Um, and by the way, I got to give him a shout out. So I don't really check my DMs all that often. Because, like, you know, like, I think just about every social media thing has mystery DM folders or whatever. You know, you have the one where you get notifications from from people that you follow if they DM you. You'll get like a little notification in the corner. But outside of that, you don't get any notifications, so I never check it. And then I looked one day and I had, you know, a whole slew of DM requests. And most of them are either dudes asking me for my gamer tag or people asking me questions that if they just typed it into Google, they would have gotten their answer instantly. <laughs> that was our, rather than, alert, that was pretty much our whole Easter egg. <laughs> it was me asking you questions that I could just Google. Yeah, pretty much. But like, Which I don't you know. even did end up Googling. Yeah, I did a little work. But I got, I got a DM from BW Strangler that I missed. And he was like, hey, can I, I managed to score some boxes of those peanut butter and honey oatmeal, Quaker instant oatmeals that you liked. Which, if you've been keeping up on your MSPH, they were a flavor that got introduced when around the time the pandemic started. And I was very excited to discover them because it's absolutely delicious. Ah. Best, best oatmeal flavor I've ever had. And they discontinued it. So much to the point that I drafted a tweet to them on this very podcast and sent it. <laughs> and since we talked about it on the show... A whole bunch of people fucking interacted with that tweet and spurned a response from the Quaker Oats official Twitter account, letting me in on the bad news that they discontinued that flavor. But basically, they told you to suck their dick. That yeah, they weren't going to do it anymore. They said, "Suck and eat my Quaker dick and ass." <laughs> and we're Quakers, and we don't shower, so enjoy yourself. Yeah. But yeah, he he hooked it up, and I I, I saw the the DM, and he he mailed them to me, and uh, I've got about two packets left. <laughs> nice. All right. Well, good good work, BW Strangler. I'm a little bummed up about Poo Fingers McGee or whatever the fuck he called me, but oh, I I, I, I added that bit. 
Oh, oh, nice. All right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know these sports ball references. I don't know any of that. Yeah, stuff no, means. the Doug Peterson would have been good. I would. When I thought you wrote it, I, I was like, did he spend like, it was like a 30, 45 minute intro. He must have worked on Doug Peterson. There's no way you've ever heard that name before today. Who is he? Oh, he heard it last week when I was bitching about him. Oh, no, he, he tuned you out. Yeah, probably. You're right. Fair enough. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, he might, I, he might have just called I him. I just got Jeffed. Johnson McFootball Pants. <laughs> so who is that guy? Yeah. I'm, I'm guessing he has something to do with coach. the Eagles. He's the head coach of the Eagles, yeah. Is there like um, an assistant coach or backup coach? There is. Why do they need There's so many coaches? Like, how do you uh, know what the, coach to listen to? Look, I know that coach um, told you to drop the ball, but I want you to catch the ball. Yeah, well, there's a bunch of different, like, roster spots and, and roles on a football team. Are there a bunch of different different bosses at Sirius XM? Or is there just one boss? I mean, if, you know, the CEO told me to do something... I would for sure have to listen to him. Yep. That's exactly the same with the head coach. But, but also at the same time, when Will tells you to do something, you have to do it, right? Well, Will, Will Will technically well, doesn't work for the show on an official... Uh, 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 I'm sorry. I'm running, I'm running on farts today. Yeah. Um, but I look up to Will and respect him, and he's a friend. So if he told me to do something, I would do it. The point is, right. is you play fantasy football, right? There's a lot of different like letters next to people's names. There's a lot of different roles. So each one of those roles on a team has a coach, coach. like a position, a position coach that just specializes in what that player specifically does. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, so, I mean, football teams are huge. They're the biggest sports team so there's a lot of fucking coaches then they have like stupid shit like assistants quality control coaches like ball boys like there's a lot of people in a staff uh and a personnel of a football team but the assistant head coach of the philadelphia eagles name is deuce staley <laughs> yeah his name so, is deuce. former running back he was awesome too in the in the phone book he's staley deuce Yep. Sounds like a yeah. a dry shit. It's funny. There's a couple of dudes named uh, Deuce in Deuce football. McAllister. Yeah. I mean, are they Wait, nicknames? Or is that was on... the, he, he was the Eagles guy, right? Deuce McAllister was Saints. Correct. So is yeah. Deuce on his birth certificate or is that a nickname? No, that's his his name, his his Christian name, D-U-C-E. Is yeah. that short for like Deucelin? Uh, it's probably, let's see. Or Deucetron? I think he... <laughs> Deuce, Deuce, thing. I hope it is. Deucetron, that's a winner. If, yeah. Deuce, Deuce bag? <laughs> I'm, I'm naming my kid Deucetron. <laughs> Come on, we're, you know, we're the Puminati. We, we like the name Deuce. We like, that's a good name. No, nope, it's just Deuce. Deuce Stinkerton. Deuce Plop Clark. And then Deuce McAllister I mean, was spelled like, like, 
too. Deuce, D-E-U-C-E. But his actually was Dolomus, and Deuce was his nickname. Dolomus? That's actually kind of cool. D-U- Dolomus Janad McAllister. <laughs> oh, my God. That's Ke- Kevin McAllister's long-lost cousin. So, wait. What was his middle name again? Janod. J-E-N-O-D. Man. Man. That guy's covering all the bases with that. Would you prefer Dol- was it Dolomas? Dolomite? <laughs> Dol- yeah, I almost said that. It's D-O-L-Y-M-U-S. D- Hold on. D-U-L-Y-M-U-S. Would you Dolomus? feel... Ba- that sounds great. I think Deuce is a cool name, dude. I think Deuce is a cool name. But it means poop. I mean, that's cool, but like... It means two. Yeah, but it... Come on. Like yeah, Jeff just said, we're the Puminati. Yeah. Like... That would be like, oh man, I just, I just dropped a shuddy. But you could, that could easily just be parlayed, or like you could go with that. Like, yeah, I'm the shit. My parents named me Deuce. What's up? There's a. I mean, you gotta own it, right? There is a reporter on Philadelphia News uh, named Deuces. That sounds like Dolionisis's arch enemy. Wait, what's that guy's D-U-C-I-S. name again? D-U-C-I-S. Man, I can't keep Deuces. track of all this fucking wackiness. Deuces mu- Rogers. Too much crazy shit flying around this episode. He's a sportscaster. Unintended? Crazy oh. shit? Oh, fuck yeah. Nice. <laughs> so, uh, I, we didn't fuck up today. We hit the record button during the Easter egg. So, the YouTube episode should be complete this time and i'm i'm starting to real like i feel like not being able to get a haircut in like seven months and growing the, the face scruff out a little bit i feel like i look mad old school i look like i'm from like the late 70s these days i like that look for you you wear it well despite what you say i don't like it agreed you look like a father i look like a gym teacher a good father Eh, I don't know. I look like the the father that might um, throw a chair at a little league game because um, my kid's on the bench too long. Ah, what do you know. mean? And I you look sp- like a less scummy Cato Kalen. Oh, I don't much care for that one. <laughs> but uh, once, because we discussed this on on the Patreon episode last week, and I also brought it up on the Ella show, and I think I'm committed to getting a mullet yeah we did talk about it so we'll see how that that plays out because i definitely can't keep my hair my hair this long no i haven't even really looked i i want to go to a place that does like outdoor shit because man if i fucking catch covid and die for a mullet that's too on brand i can't go out like that (laughs) yeah there's so much wrong with what you just said, and I hate it so much. Let's just move on. Well, I hate you, you too, Jeff. Bitch. <sighs> Look, man, that's that's one place where I don't roll the dice. I got I got fucking COVID. gout in my twenties and shingles in my thirties. I don't necessarily want to play around with diseases and shit. I feel like that's that's not really my specialty area. 
It's not, not a, coming not out a, of it. Not a pocket I, I want to live in. Well. I thought we were doing well with it. Is it not going good? <sighs> Who fucking knows, man? Who knows? I just want to go to the movies. Uh, I just want to go to the fucking movies. Me too, Tenet. man. Uh, you know what? Did you guys see that Regal is closing all of their U.S. theaters? Yeah. I mean, there's not that many more. Like, there's like only a, like a few big chains, and they kind of run mostly everything. Not to say there won't be movie theaters when this shit clears up, but I don't know. Well, they're just closing bummer. them till the end of the year. Oh, I see. Because no time. What's the name of the fucking new Bond movie? No Time to Die. Yeah, that got delayed. That got pushed back to next year. So there's only Wonder Woman and something else that are supposed to be big money makers that are still scheduled to come out in November that are probably going to be delayed. Well, they did just delay Dune. That was the other one, Dune. Dune was supposed to come out in, in December, and that got pushed to October of 21. You brought that up to me, right? That looked good, right? You're you're excited about that one? I don't know. So I haven't watched the trailer yet. Just because it's it's not very satisfying watching trailers for movies that I'm not gonna be able to see. Like sure. that's like if I was starving to death and all I watched was like Master Chef and fucking food porn shows. It's like why why torture myself even further? I, I've I've never seen the the uh, uh, ooh, uh, ooh, ooh, David Lynch Dune. I've never read the book. I'm not familiar with Dune at all, but I like the cast of this Doom Dune remake, and obviously big fan of the director, uh, the dude that did Sicario, Blade Runner twenty forty nine, uh, Prisoners. I don't know how to Daniel say his Dane did <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. He's French Canadian. Denis. Denis. I think it's it's officially pronounced Denis. (laughs) Zendaya's in this. No shit. Yeah. And um, uh, Batista's in it. Love me some Batista. Uh, Oh, that, that, that Timothy Chalamet. He's the main character. Do you like him? He is a good actor. He's good. Okay. There's no denying that. But that's that's his name alone. If you could take his name, somehow uncouple it with the human, and put it on its side, I want to give that name a wedgie. Holy shit, man! I'm looking at the the cast right now. We got Zendaya, Timothy Chalamet, Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin. Oscar Isaac, Dave Patista, Stella Stellan Skarsgård, who is fucking awesome. Yeah, I like he, that guy. He kicks ass. He's the he's um, the reigning uh, Skarsgård as far as I'm concerned. He he overtook Peter, right? Well, how many? There's there's the other one? there's Peter uh, Alexander, and then Bill. Bill is uh, he's the um, he's Pennywise. Right, Bill Skarsgård. Yes. Are they Correct. related or just same? I think it's all same? one. Yeah, I think it's all. They're all related. No shit. Yeah, they're like the. They're like Scandinavian Baldwin's. <laughs> no, weird. It's like I am. I am Stellan Skarsgård. This is my my son Alexander. 
and Bill. Like, oh, come on. Uh, Why didn't I get a fucking cool name? I'm just Bill. I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking the name Bill. It's just, you know, they're, they're like Vikings. Stellan. How do you go from Stellan to Bill? But maybe... Well, like Bill is more exotic for, for him and those, those people. <laughs> you know Bill Istvan Gunther Skarsgård <laughs> is the full name. He's got some flavor in there. <laughs> oh, man. He used to just get Bill the fuck out of there. What was it? Ishtar Booflops? What was it? Istvan Gunther. <laughs> Istvan Gunther. Yes. Imagine oh. he, he doesn't go by Bill. He goes by Istan. I'm and- Ishpump. Alexander's full name is Alexa- Alexander Johan Hjalmar Skarsgård. Oh, they got to get rid of those goofy American names and just go full Viking. I am Ishtar Skalaboop Bishbosh Skarsgård. Well, what country are they from? I don't even know. Sweden. He's got it in front of him. Okay, you were right. Scandinavian. I would have I would have probably guessed Sweden. Well, yeah, I mean, I feel like their name's got, like, some, some fucking umlauts in there. It's got something. <laughs> it's not an umlaut. It's like a, a circle over the A. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. right. Okay. Whatever that means. I think Whatever that means that it's, it's A to the zeroth power. <laughs> no, because it's directly above, not off to the right. Dots on, on two ends of the, of the U, on the two tips of the U. Yeah. That, yeah, that's that goofy shit. Looks like a fucking Cam Newton Instagram post. And Stellan, his middle name is John. So, Stellan man. John Skarsgård. Huge potheads, these uh, Skarsgård families. Or the Skargard, Skarsgård family. Another name in there who... Um, Javier Bardem. I feel like... So Javier, Javier Bardem in No Country for Old Men was one of the better villains ever. Like that guy was fucking awesome. But he was I feel a good like villain in was it Skyfall? No, which one was he the bad guy? Ooh. Uh I th- no, I think it Not... was Skyfall. Was it? He was And he's got the melty know, face. He's got the melty face. Somebody thing. was on IMDb and could easily click on Javier Bardem's name. Oh, my bad. Sky, <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm feeling the passive aggressive being channeled towards me, so I'm gonna go ahead and click into his name. Um, he's from Spain. We're we're looking Skyfall, Skyfall. Thank you, Jeff. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> can I say this? Let me see if I can dance around this. Oh boy! So uh. the movie before Nightfalls. 2000, 2000, it had to be, it had to have the most homosexual activity I've ever seen in a movie. It did. It definitely did. It was about like a, 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 a gay Cuban novelist who was like a, pretty sure he was like a, a LGBT like activist to an extent in Cuba. And that's, that's hard. They, they had a, a bunch of rough years over there in Cuba, but they frown upon that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, more, yeah. Uh, than elsewhere in the world. The previous Castro was not chill with all that, but yeah, that doesn't surprise me. He doesn't seem like a, a dude that's chilled with gay stuff. I don't, I don't, 
I'm not trying to exaggerate. Sorry, guys. I need to. Uh, I need to jump in here. Is do, you know, die? do we have a breaking news button? Did um, Trump go down? COVID one. <laughs> COVID one. How about this? It's COVID one. Trump zero. Oh, bad. Do it again. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. How about this one? Fuck. Come on. Tell me what it is. All right. Fresh off the presses, I have just been handed an announcement. I don't like Shuddy Boy's smile. I feel like this is going to be a big letdown. It's going to be like for yeah. MSPH Wrestling 6, Blippi's Revenge. Yes. Oh. Yes. I was I was actually going to bring that up to you after we, we stopped recording because I don't want to put Dom on the spot, but I was like, it's time for the commission to get this shit going again. Yep. Just I need to defend my title. Fresh announcement, November 7th. That's a Saturday. 8 p.m. on Dom's Twitch channel. All right, let me let me make sure. Fuck. Um, Wait, this Saturday? I might no, not be November around for 7th. that. All right, cool. That's uh, a Hail Mary attempt at an Ellis Mania at Lake Havasu. No listeners, no fans, streamed only, only local fighters. Uh... I, I can see the look in both of your faces. <laughs> Jeff, you were just like. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, hey, those fucking events are so much fun. So it's going to be, you know, a lot of fun for you and the, the fighters. But, man, I, I, Alice, Alice would definitely agree that it sucks not being able to have fans there. It's a bummer. Yeah. I want to go to Lake Havasu. It's weird, dude. Shuddy, this is going to sound weird to you. I think Kevin should know what I'm talking about, but like people in California legit vacation to Lake Havasu. And it's like a weird thing for me to hear. A bunch of Orange County people do it. It's like, I don't know, leaving California to go on a vacation. It's just still, I don't know. I've, I've been here for close to nine years now, and it's still just a funny thought. <laughs> what, like, just leaving? You're going to leave for vacation. Okay. All right. But yeah, Lake Havasu is like one of those spots. So I heard I heard uh Lake Havasu is, is fucking fun. So that'd be cool. I mean, who knows with all this all this stuff. When you said November seventh, that's MSPH six and your attempt at the Ellis Mania. When is that gonna be locked in the stone? Kevin. I know Dom's good for November seventh. I, I I have I have no idea. I'm I'm not in on any of the planning. I get updates as the listeners get them. Um, I don't even know if there's any fights officially locked in, but I'll I know that you. it's it's being it's being attempted. So if it Stay if it tuned. if it doesn't come together, uh, or even I don't know if oh no if I was just gonna say I should be able to to jump on, but it's like oh, I I have a feeling that those two events are gonna overlap. But I don't know what uh, what what other details did Dominic release? All right. The inaugural MSPH Tag Team Championship titles will be revealed. Tag teams participating in the title match will be revealed soon. Then we need to have more couples matches. We have the backstage brawl for the Hardcore Championship. Boo. That's me. Winner must knock out his opponent. And this is where Blippi is going to seek his revenge. <laughs> and why is Blippi seeking revenge? Does anybody remember? 
Didn't I? Didn't I hit him with a car? In the biggest reveal since Rikishi was revealed as the man who hit Stone Cold Steve Austin with his car in the Attitude Era, the Terror Jeff Clark was revealed as the man who attacked Blippy backstage and put him on the shelf for six months after he won the Royal Rumble at MSPH Wrestling Three. Jeff has since reemerged as the Dragon and proudly won the Hardcore Championship at MSPH Wrestling Five. Blippy seeks his revenge and wants to take away everything Jeff cares about, starting with the hardcore title. Oh, and then he's coming for his way to my family and my dog. Yeah, he's coming for Allie. Allie. Yeah, (laughs) you you better not come after Allie or the goat, Blippy. I fucking swear to God, because Allie and the goat are both active wrestlers. Yeah, I've been hitting up Dom pretty regularly, trying to get them uh, to be my manager, my bitches. Uh, so the backstage brawl for the Hardcore Championship is Blippy versus Jeff. Fuck yeah. Uh, then we've got a steel cage match for the MSPH Women's Championship. Uh, the champion, Jen T, is going to be facing off against Bonnie Bags, who's cashing in her Money in the Bank briefcase. Oh, dang. Does Bonnie know that? I guess well, she, she does now. now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, then we've got the triple threat no holds barred match for the undisputed world heavyweight championship featuring Shawnee Killface cashing in his money in the bank briefcase versus neon Kevin Kraft. Neon versus, Kevin Kraft. Yeah. Sounds like you might have a new costume. I've got a new variant. I, I, I'm guessing I'm going to be in um, gecko Hawaii gear <laughs> uh, versus oh, nice. the reigning champion, ginger and juice. Uh, Ginger is pissed because Kevin never mentioned him winning the most important MSPH wrestling championship in the results from the last event. He now wants a piece of him in the ring to punish him for his cruel acts. Okay. Why is it a cruel act? Why can't it just be foolish and, uh, uh, <laughs> uh absent-minded. And to, to, so he doesn't come after May. Uh, a quick recap of ginger and juices victory from MSPH wrestling five. He beat mean Gene Okerlund, the voice of God, Mike and Daniel LaRusso in the fatal four-way steel cage match by climbing out of the cage. Thanks to mean Gene attacking LaRusso after Mike was knocked out cold. Oh, dang. Uh, we've got a couple of new signees to MSPH wrestling, uh, for this event, the Buffalo bills fan T-bone Dylan, the <laughs> trucker Yasmin Bleef, the Hoff and John Bon Jovi. My goodness. I, oh, I have a lot. There's a lot there. Hold on. First off, Yasmin Bleeth. I always kind of thought she was hotter than than Carmen Electra, not Pam Pam uh, Pam Anderson. I, I loved Pam Anderson at the time when, growing up. Um, Yasmin Bleeth was was, uh, was pretty hot in basketball. Yeah, Bills Mafia making an appearance. I love that. I don't know if you caught that, uh, Kevin, but Bills fan. Tom, I believe his name is, is uh, was announced on the roster now. Bills Mafia is like the craziest football fan base. They're the guys that throw each other through tables in the t- in the tailgate. Have you ever seen that? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I especially fucking, like it when the table doesn't break. Those fucking psychopaths. <laughs> so we got a dude who likes sports. Yeah. Yep, Yasmin Bleef. Uh. I forget the other two. The Hoff. 
the Hoff. Oh my God, with Dylan. he has almost the Hoff has almost as luscious of chest hair as I do. Me, it's definitely more timeless. But I'm 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 climbing the ranks. I'll tell you that. We just need a video of you drunk on the floor eating cheeseburgers. <laughs> that's oh, not something like that's out of the realm of possibilities. Yeah. Yeah, that's that could that could be arranged at the next game night. <laughs> when we come out of retirement. Or it could be tonight if Cheech just films you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'll do drinking. I'll do that. I'll hold up that part. Someone go get me a cheeseburger. I'll, I'll sit on the ground and eat it. Ooh. Uh, and more match announcements coming soon in the weeks leading up to the event. Nice. So, again, Excellent. that's Saturday, November 7th, 8 p.m. Eastern on Dom's Twitch, uh, www.twitch.tv slash DomV311. Uh, that ex- that's exciting. Yeah. Honestly. Shout out to Dom. America, we're coming back. We're coming back. We got sports. We got MSPH wrestling. This is good. So uh, I did, to circle back, I I Googled what the little circle over an A is in the Scars Guards. How did you Google it? What's the circle over the A called? Okay. And it's called a ring. It doesn't get a cool name like Umlaut. Umlaut. Yeah, it's just a ring. I can, hmm. all right, whatever. Yeah. I, I feel like they could have done better. Yeah, they would have really, they would have to explain that to me for a while for me to understand it. <laughs> you know, that thing above the A. What are you talking about? There's nothing above an A. They write out their stupid Swedish bullshit. I was like, Why oh, do we okay. call it a hat? <laughs> it's, it's an A hat. You got, you got a cap on your A? You a fucking weirdo. That's disrespectful. Take your hat off, eh? <laughs> <laughs> nice. nice. That is something I would say. Like a fucking moron. Uh, did you guys end up watching Social Dilemma? No. Fuck no. Wait, what? I didn't do the, the homework. homework. <laughs> I, just, I felt like... Okay. So I felt like it was like getting two parking tickets on like back-to-back days. Like if I just leave my car there on the parking ticket, I should be all right. I didn't think I would get in trouble for this twice is what I'm saying. <laughs> and I, thought, I thought the conversation went really well. I had a lot of fun. And I thought we're just going to leave it there. I thought I, th- I fuck me. I thought you said, I oh, I'm going to yeah, watch no. it. I'll watch it. Yeah, no, we I did probably- both say that we were going to. We did both say that uh, we best. were going to watch it. It is true. Uh, the best, but- the best yeah, part is I, I stiffed. I stiffed the Pumanani and my other podcast listeners which you know cross streams for the most part but i gave like home a homework assignment last week on fade the media saying yeah everyone watch social dilemma because my co-host aza and we had my buddy george on they both like loved it and messaged me individually so i was like yeah let's watch and we'll talk about it and this was like two days after i told the puminati to watch it and we'll talk about it <laughs> i fucking nope i'm i'm over the past two weeks no i did watch a, ne- a netflix documentary and I did watch a film. All right. Well, let's get into those. Jeff, I'm, I'm guessing you watched a depressing crime thing. Damn right I did. It wasn't depressing for me. I saw the good in it. Oh, I had a boner the whole time. Amer- <laughs> American Family Murder. Um, it was about a guy 
in Colorado named Chris Watts who killed his pregnant wife and their two daughters. Very, uh, not a fun story, obviously. I really liked how they did the documentary. So all they, they used only like footage. They use, there was no interviews, which it makes perfect sense. Who wants to talk about that from either fucking family or either friend? Like if I was, if I was the father of the slain daughter or the father of the murderous or the mur- uh, the homicidal husband, there's no way I'm talking about it ever on camera. So Man, I get they it. fucking do it all the time, though. Yeah. Like, um, remember, they, I think they did a South Park episode on it, like the murder porn stuff. Right? Was that a thing? I think, yeah. Because I remember right. when I still lived on the East Coast... Every time I would go and stay at my mom's house, she'd be on the couch watching those fucking murder shows. And it's like, God, this is so fucking depressing. And then they do interviews with the family and they're like bawling their eyes out. And fuck, yeah, that this, is not a pocket I want to live in. This one was way too like recent, I think, for any of them. I, I would never talk about it, I would think. I mean, I don't know. I obviously can't even speak to that kind of pain or loss, but it's something I don't think I would ever go on record with. But all of the whole the whole documentary is shot with footage. So, this this girl this this woman, she posted like a lot of like family moments on Facebook Live and Facebook, which I could see being kind of annoying for the husband. Not that annoying, but uh, <laughs> I can see I can I could see it being annoying. But like everything she did, she like put on Facebook. So like they they like. She she you know, planted they used the seeds. a lot of their Facebook uploads. She planted the seeds for like her own documentary. Pretty much, yeah. They used uh, body camera footage from like the cops being called to her house. Um, the cops um, like talking to the neighbors and like. So what they did is they went into all neighbors. Like most, like the the most of the neighbors um, on the block had like security cam footage, right? Securities for their for their homes. So they like went to each of their homes and asked to see the security footage. And, but you're watching like the interaction between like the neighbors and the, and the police. And then they use footage from the, in, uh, the investigation or the interrogation room. And like, the is there anybody narrating the co- it? No. So they no. somehow just seem seamlessly strung together a documentary with no, and nobody like talks to the camera and addresses it. No, it was really good. Oh, that's weird. That sense. Yeah. And How did they tell the story then? They just they just do it. It's did just, they did they put like did words flash up on the screen? Yeah, because they they would show like picture or they would show like their text messages and the text messages would be like I don't know like they would you know there would be some sort of I, I I'm struggling to find the word but like you would see the words be spelled out you know what I mean it was like more of like an action graphic I'm struggling to find the word but whatever action graphic. So that's like how they would, you know, help move the story along is like her, like, so essentially what had happened with the marriage is that it started to disintegrate for various reasons, but like he was always like calm and chill and like never complain. And, and they they would go through like each of their text messages and like all their correspondence. And he wasn't like an asshole. He wasn't like an abusive guy. He just like fucking snapped one day in like an epic, epic, terrible, terrible way, right? 
but it was it was really I, I just thought it was uniquely done like using the footage from the 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 the, the news uh and using facebook. footage from the police station from the body cam from the facebook from and then you know doing like the the graphics of the text messages it, it obviously was a very depressing story but i remember um I remember covering it for USA Today when I was on the nighttime shift for USA Today's like news video team. Like I, I was supposed to get a video or produce a unique video for every like major news story. And I remember that coming across the desk and me being so fucking just like, like I was like, fuck this dude. I'm not doing, I'm not finding video assets for this. I'm not doing a fucking video about a guy who essentially commits homicide four times over on his own family. Cause it's, a, it's his wife is, who's pregnant. And then his two kids, it was just terrible. I remember it. So like when I saw it on, on, uh, on Netflix, I was interested And in the way they did. It was really good. So did that dude off uh, himself. What's up? Did that dude off himself or did he get caught? No, he got caught. No, they, they so they show him failing the polygraph. Like they show the polygraph lady Sitting, her, sitting him down very calmly, explaining to him, like, you, and you didn't do it, or else it would be pretty stupid for you to be here. He's like, yeah, no, I didn't. And then he fails, right? <laughs> and then the, the cop comes in and is like, all right, so you haven't been truthful. How about we start now? And I don't know, like, I, I get, I, I find that shit to be so interesting. Like, like, murder investigators, detectives, like, detective work is the coolest fucking shit to me. Like, I, I think it's awesome. And, like, just, Do you think they could, they could trick somebody? Like, say that guy passed the polygraph. Could that same detective walk in and be like, all right, well, you failed. You whiffed on that. You might as well come clean. I'm sure it's happened before, but, like, I mean, how much evidence do you have to have at that point to, like, make that move? Because that's the thing is that at the point of the polygraph, there wasn't really – there was no evidence. They found no bodies. They found no murder weapon. They they had nothing. So like he failed the polygraph and just just caved, caved. Oh man! Uh, and the, the detective and like the, the the lady who like administered the polygraph like joined the investigation. But I don't think she's like an interrogator herself, right? But she was like helping the cop who was in the room like kind of break this dude down. And then it it's just it's unraveling for him. He's like, "Hey, can I speak to my father? My father's right outside." The cops like, "Sure." And then the guy pretty much confesses to his father, and it's like, "Fuck, dude, fuck." Uh, I don't know. I just think that shit is cool because I've met a few cop, like former cop detectives and investigators, and it's scary how fucking smart these guys are. You cannot bullshit these fools. You cannot. You cannot. They, they'll they'll be able to pick that out, right? I mean, that's kind of what they do. So, I don't know. I just thought it was interesting. And just like when that, the cop comes back in the room, it's like, so you failed. How about you try telling me the story now? It's like, ooh, you are like, you're like at that point, he's, I know it sinks in his head, but like as a viewer, you're like, okay, he's never, he will never be free again. That's, this is it. And sure enough, like he's never out of custody ever again. Um, he ended up, uh, he, at first he tried to say, spoiler, at first he tried to say that his wife murdered the children and then he, he murdered her. 
And then after like a half an hour <laughs> or not a half an hour, but like, I don't know the exact timeline, but it wasn't long before it was like, yeah, I killed her and I killed them. And I put them like pretty much like he buried. he. So he worked at an oil rig in Colorado. He buried his wife next to the, one of the like big oil drums. And he put his, the bodies of his kids in the top of an oil drum. It's just like, fuck, dude. And it's weird. It's like, my God, no, kind, no violent record. No, like there was no like hint or like thought that this guy would have that type of personality would do that. And like throughout, they showed all the interaction. Um, even as she's getting suspicious that he's cheating on her with another woman, he's always like positive and like, I love you. I love you. Like, no, no, no. Like, I can't wait to see you. They were, uh, she like did like a work trip and she was out of town for a while. He's like, I can't wait to see, I can't wait to see you. And then just like snapped, I guess. And he didn't say like when they, when they sentenced him, he didn't say anything. So like, there was really never, he never gave a reason. And because he admitted to it, they decided not to give him the death penalty. So he's, I mean, he's in jail and then Colorado forever. Yeah. Well, what, I, I how many, suck. how many murder dicks are you sucking? <laughs> yeah. I would suck. I would suck four murder dicks. It was All right. good. Yeah. <laughs> you missed out. Oh, uh, murder dicks. Well, you know what? I will take. I'll just take your recap, and I will not watch it and thoroughly depress myself. It's a breeze. Eighty-five minutes. Just could yeah. Been, I'll, t- I'll take your your ten-minute summary. That'll do. <laughs> Shuddy, did you watch something a little more upbeat? Hopefully. Well, no. Oh my god! Can't get but, much worse hey, than that. Would you watch? It, no, it's not upbeat. I uh, watched Schindler's List too. No, uh, <laughs> we watched. Uh, Random acts of violence on Shutter. Oh, I don't think I'm familiar with that one. Uh, it was written and directed by Jay Baruchel. Ah, okay. I like Jay. Um, he been? He's been doing stuff like this. I yeah. only I heard about it on an episode of Doug Loves Movies, and decided to watch it because it came in at a crisp eighty minutes. Ooh, I like that. Uh, and it is, it's a pretty decent, uh, slasher flick. It's about, um, comic book writer who's, uh, created this comic based on some grisly murders that happened on the I-90 corridor in upstate New York. Okay. Um, I'm familiar. Continue. (laughs) Um, and somebody starts as he's making a road trip from his where he lives in Toronto to New York City for a comic book convention. Someone starts murdering people the way the killer does in the comic book. Oh, you know what? I am remember remembering hearing him talk about this on Doug Loves Movies. Oh, I'm looking at and the IMDb page right now and it's got Jordana Brewster. It sure does. I like her. Same. Go look at these nugs. Jordana. Oh, wait. She was in the first Fast and the Furious. She was right? in a she's few a- of them, but yes. Yep. She's uh, Paul Walker's wife in the in the films. Uh, real quick. Do you guys think she was hotter 
or not as hot as Michelle Rodriguez? Hotter. Hotter. Agreed. Okay, cool. Just wonder. Um, Panama City. Panamanian. Oh, that's exotic. (laughs) (laughs) She's Raven. Her IMDb uh, bio starts out with Raven-haired beauty Jordana Brewster. Oh, she wrote that herself. Raven-haired. That's a fucking... That's a color? Yeah, it means she's got very dark hair. Yeah, the color of a raven. Black as fuck. Yeah. Oh, she's from uh, Passaic, New Jersey? That's exotic. (laughs) (laughs) No, fuck you. Panama's exotic, you son of a bitch. Come on. Don't be like that. Don't play me out like that. I don't deserve that. Hey, we're just having fun, guy. All right. You're right. I'm not offended. So you still Uh, have your Shudder subscription going, Shuddy, from Tammy and the T-Rex? Correct. I'm in the same boat as you. But I actually, I like it. It's not like I forgot to cancel it. I just enjoy having Shudder. I'm getting more into it. Uh, There were a couple of things that were recommended based on random acts of violence that look good that I'm going to check out here during spooky season. Um is that a new thing? Spooky season? No. I think it's uh, a very... Uh, like a fucking Gen Z term for basic, Halloween. Yeah, Halloween basic, basic white girl. Because I had never heard that until I watched last week tonight, this past weekend, and they had a montage of local TV news reporters or anchors Saying like, oh, it's October 1st, the start of spooky season. And every single person called it spooky season. I was like, I've never heard this term before. That's Imagine something Gen- within the last couple of years. Yes, it is relatively new. Imagine Gen Z got, uh, kids are picking up on that because they legit watch the local news. <laughs> like, yeah, we stay up to date on current affairs in, in our neighborhood. Like, no. Okay, cool. So, um, what? And do you have uh, any more thoughts on? Uh, I really liked it. Like I said, it was eighty minutes. It was a quick eighty minutes. It was pretty fucking violent. Um, it better be with a title called "Random Acts of Violence." In one scene, the killer stabs somebody at least thirty times, just rapid fire, just like it's it's fucking it's good. All right. I enjoyed it. It's a good slasher flick. It's the type of slasher flick that I like. Like it's, oh. It doesn't have Green Room vibes because Green Room is just a much, much superior movie than Random Acts of Violence. But it's like that, you know, over-the-top kind of violence, um, lots of blood. Um, it's definitely a 3.75-er in the horror category for me. I, right. I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, it was really good. Jeff, it looked like you wanted to chime in with something there. Yeah. So my, I told you guys that my brothers are doing a a spooky season. (laughs) I fucking hate that. I just said, Oh, sorry. Uh, uh, (laughs) Halloween movie marathon for all of October. And, um, green movie or green movie green. I almost called it green book. And then I switched it to green movie last second green room. Um, was it like a, when did that come out? Like 2013, 2014? 
either way, I remember Fair seeing enough. a trailer for it in the theaters and thinking it looks so fucking creepy and scary. And I'm pretty sure both of you guys gave it a good review. Yeah. 2015. 2015. And both of you guys gave it a good review. So I guess what I'm going to do. Imagine I'm going to this on my it. brother's horror movie docket. I'm going to check it out some somewhat soon because it always looked good. It's It's got Patrick Stewart, right? Yeah. Patrick Stewart as a neo-Nazi. plays an amazing, amazing neo-Nazi, leader right? of neo-Nazis. Yeah. It's like an Oregon punk show that goes nuts, right? Correct. Yeah, I want to see it. You guys both, how many, uh, real quick, last part about this. How many green room dicks did you guys suck? I think I was a four, I think. It is. It's fucked my up. My favorite i don't know would you call that a horror movie i don't it's more yeah, of a thriller because there's no question there's no supernatural elements to it and it's just you know a punk band a no-name punk band gets booked to do the show they realize they're playing at a club that caters towards neo-nazis and when they see all the nazis in the crowd they do don't they do nazi punks fuck off they do so yep. they, they do Nazi punks fuck off, and it royally pisses off the crowd, and then everybody there tries to kill them. Well, then they witness a murder. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And they're not allowed to leave, and then shit goes sideways even more. Spoilers, guys. Come on. I mean, this happens within the first 20 minutes of the movie, and the rest of it is what happens after that. This is not spoilers. But, I mean, it's, it's an right, Anton right. Yelchin movie who Pour was just, man... I, I think about that regularly, how fucked up it is that he's gone. Like, to be cut off at that point, like, when you're just establishing yourself as a straight-up G in the acting world. Yeah. Like, we, we got robbed on so much awesome shit that dude was going to do. Yeah. We, he got hit by his own car, right? Yeah. He was working on his Jeep or something, and it and it rolled, it got, like, got off, like, the brake went out or some, something weird happened. And it just slowly rolled downhill and crushed him between his, his gate. Fucked up. He was there for a while. Yeah, that story's terrible. Anyways, yeah. Green Room, good movie. I'm going to check. I'm going to try. Yeah. But it's it's not technically, was it considered like thriller or suspense, not technically horror? It's. My brother's going to be a bitch then and be bitches okay. about this. I just pulled up the IMDb page for it and it's listed horror, music, thriller. Okay, that's good. We're doing it. Oh man, I'm trying I to get like them on board. It's so hot in here, and I'm tr- trying to keep my door open, my sliding glass door open to get some cool air in here. And there's a fucking police helicopter circling nearby. I hope the mic isn't picking that up. I no. don't hear it. I don't hear it. Uh, all right. Well, let's. Well, see wait, hold here. on. What's up? Shuddy never. I don't think he graded his. Or he didn't. I no, he did, did. three point seven five. Oh, okay. Okay. So what were some, what was some of the other stuff that you got recommended on Shutter? Because there's I've watched a few of their exclusives and some of them kind of suck, but there was one that I really liked that I was not expecting to like called Haunt. Um, I don't I couldn't tell you the name of what I hold on. Let me go to the app on my Uh-oh. television. I would just say watch Haunt if you if you want to use Shutter more. Haunt is like these. It's like a group of kids that go to, um, they like going to haunted houses, like the, not like a ghost house, but you know, one of those mazes that they set up at 
Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Like, you just walk through the house and people jump out and scare you and shit. And they, they find one that's supposed to be the most extreme of all haunted houses. And people just start getting murdered. And it was pretty cool. They had some pretty cool deaths. Uh, I, was, I was surprised at how much I liked it. Oh, uh, The Ranger? I don't think I know The Ranger. It's the 80 minutes Ranger. from 2018. Teen punks on the run face off against an unhinged park ranger with an axe to grind. <laughs> the Lone Rangers. Uh, and then there's a horror comedy called In uh, Another Evil. Yeah, I don't know that one either. It's got the guy... Uh, he was in Better Call Saul. He played the pharmacist that got his baseball card stolen. Oh! He was I know what you're talking about. Wasn't he in Breaking He's Bad in, as well? Maybe. Oh, He's wait. All, he was also in uh, What We Do in the Shadows on FX. But it has him wow. in it. That's probably why I added that. Are you uh, reading off of something, or did you actually just know that? I know that. <laughs> oh, my bad. Delivered with authority. Yeah. I know Cur- that. Current reigning Trivial Pursuit champion. I got you. Yeah. I know everything, Jeff. Oh, Fact. baby. So I watched... I, I didn't really watch anything new. I did finally get around to watching the Suspiria remake. That's... I guess it, it they, it's it's considered an Amazon movie, so I guess it'll be on Prime for free for all of its existence. But uh, yeah, Jeff peaced out for that one. I you've <laughs> never seen you've never seen the original Suspiria, right? I'll be back. I'm, I'm I right have here. not. No. Uh, what was it like? Seventy seven Dario Argento. It's it's a good flick. It's it's very it's style heavy. It's not necessarily super gory or freaky. It's it's got a lot of cool and artsy shots, you know, for a '70s horror movie. Uh, and then they they remade it with uh, Dakota Johnson, the the Fifty Shades of Grey gal. I think I think she's hot. She is. She is hot, and she's she's pretty fucking hot in this. She does some. Some bonerific dancing that I quite enjoyed. I feel um, like she's like a a white Alicia Keys. <laughs> a white Alicia Keys. What yeah. does that even mean? No, Chew on I'm, that reference for a second. I if, tried. It's not landing with me. If Alicia Keys was white, she would look like this gal. That's what I'm saying. All right, we don't have to do all that for too long. We don't have to park here, and, and, and we don't have to be in this. this <laughs> we don't have to get off of this exit for a while. It's all good, whatever. So Just the trying things. The original Suspiria is like ninety minutes. The remake is two and a half hours. So I've always I've just been putting it off because it's like, oh man, fucking two and a half hours. It's a, it's a big commitment in my fucking day. Nice, nice, uh, nice self censorship there, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> It's okay. Oh, oh I'm just coughing because I got COVID. Don't, don't, don't worry. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I'm not smoking pot. <laughs> I have a uh, virus. And it, it, so it's got her and Auntie Tilda and Chloe Grace Moretz, Hit Girl. I thought she was going to like a, a prominent character, but she's barely in it. And for some reason, 
They have Tilda Swinton playing just, you know, a woman, a prominent female character. And then she also plays this, like, 80-year-old male therapist who I didn't realize it at the beginning, but once they show that character, I'm like, I know that's an old man, but I can fucking tell that's not an old person in there. That's, that's makeup. And then I hit pause, and since it was on Amazon, they have that x-ray feature. So it just Which shows cool. you. Yeah, it is cool. And Love it that. just said, uh, oh, I got fucking. <laughs> my fucking goofy. You beard? Stash. Yeah, I got caught in my teeth. It's what feature? X-ray. So like if you watch a movie on Prime and you hit pause, it'll tell show you like who is on screen. Oh, yeah. Okay. I never heard it referred to as x-ray before. I'm like, why did they get Tilda to play an old man? And they didn't even do anything to change her voice. It sounds like a woman as an old man. It didn't really make much sense to me other than to, for Auntie Tilda to be flexing on us all. Well, the nutty professor's cousins all sound like Eddie Murphy. So. <laughs> That's a good point. Uh, but it was, you know, it was it was very, very long. And, you know, it went for the same Dario Argento style of just artsy shots and cool, cool scenes and cool setups and stuff. Bit of a drag, at, you know, a two and a half hour runtime. But it, it certainly ends strong. It is it has a very, very gruesome ending, which oh, made my brother it, said he hated it. Is the original Suspiria, is that something you <coughs> how much of it like? How close it is, is it compared to this Suspiria? I mean, they, it's, it's basically a story of this girl who gets into a very elite, upscale ballet dance academy. And then is it f- Russian? Finds out it's... No, it's... Uh, Italian. I think it might have been Italian in the original and German in the remake. Not that scary. Russian would have been much more scary. But they... Uh, and then if that's if she finds out that the place is run by witches, so it's like a witchy movie. But it's mm-hmm. and, and then they they worked in the Lufthansa heist as a story element, which I felt was kind of weird. It just felt out of place. Wait, like, what does this have to do with anything? That was the Henry Hill and Jimmy Conway heist. No, the no the 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 the, the terrorism, the terrorist fucking. Let me look it up. You know what I'm talking about? Isn't, isn't that the heist, that the, the big heist they pull off in Goodfellas? Or am I, am I all fucked up here? <laughs> You're completely fucking me up. I'm trying to Google all of them at the same time. Yeah, yeah do, the, do the Jimmy Conway heist. Which one is that? Okay. The Lufthansa heist was in Goodfellas. <laughs> the Lufthansa terrorist attack was when Palestin- uh, pa- Palestinian like terrorists took over and demanded like these jailed people to be freed. No shit. Okay. So they like executive decision with Steven Seagal. <laughs> <laughs> sure, Jeff. <laughs> Whatever. We're talking about Suspiria, right? Suspiria. All right, go ahead. Continue. My bad. So they just put that that in there. Like it's already a long enough movie. Why do you need that added subplot to it? 
but uh, I can I can certainly see why your brother hated it. Um, it's it's super fucking artsy, but like I said, there's there's some decent nudity in it, and Dakota Johnson she looks fine. Is is there's, any of the nudity her naked body? So the final scene has her in this sheer gown, and you can see through it. She doesn't okay. get like fully topless, but you get the you get the picture. You're not talking to Shuddy here. I'm not exactly sure what sheer means, but cool. I'll I'll go with somewhat see through. See through. Yeah. All right, Shuddy. Why'd right. you get so quiet? I don't. I don't know. I'm not sitting any differently. This happened when we did uh, the Troll Two episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch? Yeah, you're super quiet right now. This happens like once a month. Where I don't better? know one one of our no. mic audio Hello. one of our Dude. oh was that loud that was loud but you're still quiet now oh. all right we'll we'll figure it out it's uh, okay Shay. I know you care well let's let's uh let's do an email someone took nice. us up and sent an email to our new email address mad scientist party hour at gmail. Dot com. They found us. They did. Nice. They fucking found us, Jeff. So this is from James, a.k.a. The Northern Farts. <laughs> okay. And he says, hey, mad scientists. Been listening to the show for a little over three years. Was recommended to me by the guy I work with, who's a longtime listener. So together we came up with a would Jeff suck a dick. Would Jeff nice. suck a you dick. You guys worked on this together? Or, every time Shuddy Boy picks his nose and eats it, the booger is instantly transported into Jeff's mouth. He cannot spit them out. He has to chew and swallow them. Also, every time Kevin gets an erection, Jeff will instantly pee himself, (laughs) no matter where he is or what he's doing. You know, that's not not fair. You guys got to decide which one I get. Either your boogers... Shuddy or a weak bladder because of your boners. All right, eating Shuddy's eating Shuddy's boogers. I I feel like him pissing himself, no matter what he's doing. Anytime you get an erection, uh, I don't usually. Okay, so <clears throat> I don't usually do way. this, but I'm going to give these guys credit for coming up with something clever and working together. And I will, I will suck a dick. This is, this is good. My, I'm a little caught off guard here by eating the eat it, having to eat Shuddy's boogers, and the way it was sold up, and it was written in the email, the way you read it, and then the boner thing. It's creative. My brain's broken, and I'll just, I'll suck this dick once and never deal with this again. <laughs> that's, how I, that's how I look at it. I'd actually, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how I'm gonna move on past this situation. Well, shit. Not eating your boogers. Shout out to you, Northern Farts. Yeah, we'll send you a sticker. <laughs> Pop socket. All right, and let's also do some... Voicemails, yay! Haven't checked in on those in a, in a minute. Let's see hey what's guys. up here. Let's see what's up. Wait, I'm not trying to be too much of a narcissist, but how's my lighting? I don't want to catch fucking hate mail about this stupid shit anymore. Uh oh! You just wanted to tell us to tell you how good you look right now. I know how good I look. Why did I, I lose? I'm saying the lighting. How's the lighting? 
There we go. It's better than it has ever been. I don't know Thank why you're you, so damn quiet, Shuddy. Might be time to... Uh, you know what? Since yeah, I guess you said that about equipment. me, Shuddy, I think your audio has never been been better than it is. <laughs> <laughs> is that any better? Not really. Uh, well, hopefully, like, the new episode of What the Fuck Did I Just Watch, it'll resolve itself. Is that Wouldn't better? epic. That sounded yeah. on the right track. We're, we're trending good. We're trending well. How's that? It has so much gain on it, though. I mean, so like it might just like be super loud all of a background. sudden. Yeah, if if we if it comes back. Hey, all right, we'll brace ourselves. Like Doug Peterson last night, we'll have to go with the flow. We'll have to, you know, see what the defense has in store for us, and we'll just. Kevin, you get. Are that there now. sports we, ball games happening right now? Oh yeah, there's a whole bunch of sports. I got several screens around me. We got the Yankees <laughs> ALDS. Monday Night Football. It's, it's, How much money did you bet on the game yesterday? Uh, like I had like twelve hundred at stake. I bet I bet like eight hundred to win twelve hundred. I really needed Shuddy's team to come through for me, or else I was going to change my phone number. No, I'm just kidding. I would have been able to take the loss, but I really needed his team to. I really needed his team to come through. They did. Magnificently. Let's play this voicemail. Let's get into it. All right. Oh, this one just says, you guys suck. Nice. Hmm. Nice. Just don't, just don't put that on. All right. For Christ's sake, Jeff, can I, can I play the voicemail? You guys, what's up? This is T-Bone. I've been listening to you guys for a little over a year now. Just, uh, just keep up the great content. Illuminati, you guys are awesome. All right? Go Bills. He likes the Bills. That he might be in MSPH wrestling. That was T Bone. Yeah. That yeah. Was the new, new wrestler. So it was he very said. Hard to hear. He said a lot of words there, and the Google translation preview literally only says, "You guys suck." He never said we suck. He gave us props. Nope. Fuck you, Google. Is that, is that Google literally saying we suck? Is that, what the fuck? Is that how we can read that? That is fuck. Yeah, who's the fucking CEO of Google? The next voicemail just says fuck you. Yeah. It's like, hey, guys, just want to say you're kicking ass. Uh, my favorite shuddy boy. Google translation. You guys are the worst podcast ever. What? the fuck is that shuddy should kill himself (laughs) all right let's see what this human has to say hey guys this is jeff and indy just wanted to give a call and uh first of all wish you a happy belated birthday second of all uh here you're talking about tvs and stuff um do not buy an expensive hdmi cable it is a waste of money and it is a crock of shit. If you're talking analog audio cables, yes, you want expensive cables because to carry that analog signal and keep it a good signal. <laughs> is it just me or is he pronouncing it analog? <laughs> yeah, no, he, this is good. I like this. I, I am totally into this voicemail right now. Keep going. Please, please like, play it. I feel like analog is a fun way of saying poop. 
Yeah, it actually is. Oh, I stepped on an anal log. You should have seen the anal log I dropped the other day. Yeah, I'll rewind it a little bit. It's a good signal. But when you're talking about HDMI, it's digital signal, and it's just ones and zeros going through a cable. So, yes, you should make sure that it is an HDMI 2.1, but do not buy an extensive one. It will be a waste. Uh, the last thing was uh, I heard you guys talking about Bridge Over the River Kwai. If uh, you want to try another older movie, um, The Great Escape is an amazing movie. And if you guys haven't seen that one yet, I highly, highly suggest. I think you will like it. So keep up the good work, boys. See you. Thank you for the voice, man. Steve McQueen. It does. Yeah, I've, I, I want to catch up on some of the older classics. There's a lot of older shit that I haven't seen. Like the dude that directed Bridge on the River Kwai, he also directed Lawrence of Arabia. And I want to check that out. That's another, I think that's like a three hour, maybe even longer movie. It's like, oh my God. I'm going to have to like, crush up three days worth of my Ritalin and snort it <laughs> to watch watch these guys in like white dudes in turbans going Meashi. ah I'm on my way to Arabia I got a spare camel you can lend me Meashi. seems like it's a, a tough watch so the great escape I don't know if you knew what it was about but it, on IMDb it says it's about allied prisoners of war uh, plan for several hundred of their number to escape from a German camp during World War II. Sounds sweet. Didn't they put um, Leo in that, in scenes from that for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood? Yes, they did. Really? That's cool. I didn't, I didn't notice that. All right, let's... Should he have Jeff, you, without, have you seen it? No. Without looking, Jeff... Let's all take a guess on the runtime of The Great Escape. I say two hours and 45 minutes. I saw the year. Okay, the runtime, I'll go. You said two hours and 45? I'll go 223. Hold on, let me pull it up. Yeah, see? We're going to escape this place. It's going to be great, you uh, see? You were... And I'll do 224. Okay. Pussy. Uh, Kevin was closer. It's 2.52. Damn. I'm telling you, man. man. Truly, I was going to say 2.25. So, Dude, hold on. This was probably a banger. It came out on July 4th, 1963. How well, like with inflation, do you think it killed it in the box office? Well, yeah, I mean. War movie, July 4th? Like, let's go. Yeah, I probably made a boatload of money, especially because I think movies stayed in the theater longer back then, too. Right? Because yeah, there were less of them. Yeah, they they, they had, because I, I feel like it's almost like how oh, people used to dress nice if they were going to go on a plane. It was like an event. It wasn't just, oh, I'm going to suffer through this plane ride so I can go on vacation. It's just like... Can you guys believe we're going on an aeroplane? Yeah. Dude, I'm wearing like slides and shit and fucking basketball shorts. <laughs> yeah, these, these fuckers fucking suits. busted out their Sunday best and combed their hair and stuff. And I feel like movies obviously weren't that formal, but I feel like it was, it was an event. It was like, meh, Shane, let's go, let's go make a day of things and go to the movies, taking a picture. Meh. So they, 
they made these fucking long ass movies. Yeah, they had intermissions and shit, probably. Yeah. Ah, let's let's go take a break, you crazy dame. Go get some soda pop. I'm like mad casual about the movies. I know I told you guys this, but it happened when I first moved out here to California. But me and my brother went to a movie uh, when you know whatever we're in hoodies and hoodies and gym shorts. And I saw my coworker at the time at the Los Angeles Clippers, him and I think his his girlfriend there. And he was like, I don't know, he was dressed up in a button up shirt and like, you know, khakis or like slacks. And the next day at work, he's like, dude, were you in fucking basketball shorts at a at a movie? And like just clown me for like uh, like the entire day for wearing basketball shorts to a movie. I had no idea, dude, what was going on. I was completely confused. Like, I've never heard anyone be, like, demeaned or, like, ripped for, like, not dressing up for a movie. And he, like, shit all over me for not... And, like, the room joined him. Like, I was a fucking a weirdo for not... Yeah, you were the office pariah. What's up? Looking for a reason to pick on you, I think, Jeff. Yeah, it was all the other reasons they hated me. Look, you guys are just lucky that I kept my dick inside my basketball shorts. <laughs> Most of the time, I just hang it over the over the waist belt. Okay, oh, can you hear man. this? No. Oh my god, it sounds like the great escape is happening in the sky over me right now. No, I didn't hear it. Must be danger. I'll take your word for it, though. I believe you. Danger in Poop Slime Alley. Man, these I motherfuckers. Don't know. It was weird. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. And I'm sure people were wearing their Sunday best on July 4th, 63, to see The Great Escape. I, I mean, it killed it that weekend. July 4th was a Friday. Man, you could smoke cigarettes in the movie theater. Back, this is back when boys could be boys. I wish I was around in 63. Oh, I would have sexually harassed so many people. <laughs> I would have I would have me tooed. I would have me tooed a whole fucking department at work. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, Just Jeff! Come on, I don't mean that. All right, let's see. Uh, Respect women. Well, that's good to know, uh, Jeff and Indy. Shout out to you, because um, oh yeah, I I mean when the when the PS five does come out, that's my that's my Blu ray player. That's my uh, what a four K player, you know. Mm-hmm. So if I if I don't if you don't have to get because they I have seen it some some. HDMI cables on Amazon, even before HDMI 2.1 came out or whatever, they were really fucking expensive ones. Just like $60 HDMI cables. And they're like, oh, these are plated with gold. Like, the fuck do I need gold for? Apparently you don't. So, I I appreciate the voicemail, of course, but like... I'm a little confused on what the big deal is about the HDMI cords. Like to me, that was like the most random shit we've ever gotten in a voicemail. Like, well, no, because we're, he, we're, we're talking we... about Kevin buying the new TV and the next gen console and getting. I get it. He tied it in. He tied it down to something, but like, is an HDMI? I feel like an HDMI cord costs like twenty bucks, and they're all the same. Like, well, no, because like, you—it's not any HDMI cable will do. I think you do need a special one for the two point one to make sure you are getting, you know, the four K high no quality shit. video. But I'm guessing from what his voicemail said, 
that it's just like the current ones. You can get just a regular HDMI cable, or you can pay 60 bucks for one of those gold ones. And according to Jeff, you don't fucking need it. Just get the HDMI 2.1 cable, and you're good. All right, let's oh, get to this... Oh. All right, this isn't this isn't a story about somebody getting two lottery tickets and, and hitting the jackpot twice, Jeff. Sorry. Sorry. That was Sorry. an inside joke for our Patreon listeners to a news story that broke Jeff's brain completely. But two Wait. weeks in a row? Not, it, it, it's, it was two weeks in a row, uh, but then we had one last week also. So it's an ongoing thing that no matter... How many times uh, we talk about it, Jeff doesn't understand it. And just as maybe some added incentive for people to join the Patreon, uh, there are a few lottery stories waiting. (laughs) I could see right there as you were talking, Jeff's brain was breaking all over again. I would, I'd probably suck a dick to not have to talk about the fucking lottery anywhere (laughs) in America again. I Unfucking believable. All right, here, it's a let's... challenge getting through these voicemails. A lottery story. It's gonna take me hours. Hey, Shuddy, is it just me or is Kevin being a dick tonight? I don't like your energy. I don't like your fucking energy. What I'm just trying to do stuff. All right, do it. Just do it then. You're like, you know what? I'm leaving. Hey, you know what? Let's play a voicemail. And then I hit play, and you're like, you know what? I like cheese. It's like, God damn it, Jeff. You just told me to play the fucking voicemail. And what's with all this beer cheese? That's what I meant saying, dude. It's beer cheese, everything. It's like pumpkin spice. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Mad scientist Ari Allen. Man. What the fuck's going on, guys? It always sounds like Arts is calling in from like a a 1950s sci-fi movie. There's always that weird UFO whistle in the background. (laughs) Yeah, he's Uh, either a thousand leagues below the sea. I don't know if you guys know this. But we're at 25% towards the end of the apocalypse, which means your boy went to the movies, he went and had sushi, and he had Korean barbecue. I spent, like, a lot of money on food this weekend. Um, so no. I'm just excited to be fucking feel like a human again. Long story short, though, I'm calling because Tenet. It's been a while since I've been able to go to the movies, and I went and actually saw this in the fucking theater. And it's it's as cool as everybody says it is. It's definitely as confusing as everybody says it is. But it's kind of like Inception. If you just accept the fact that they can go into people's dreams and don't question it any further beyond that, it's kind of the same deal. You kind of can figure out the physics behind it or whatever, if you want to call it that. But if you just accept that things go backwards in this world, some things go backwards in this world, it's not that fucking confusing. Um, it's really fucking good. I think it does, uh, fall into a bigger universe. If somebody, somebody was telling me that there's like a split second Easter egg, the practical effects with the fucking plane crash that everybody was talking about were epic. Man, Arts is talking to a lot more people uh, than I am. But I I haven't heard anything about a plane crash that everybody's talking about in Tenet. I have not either. I don't know what Arts is talking about. Violence was good. The gunplay was good. Uh, man, I know I'm just excited to be back, but it's like for sure like four and a half. Four, now, four, two, five, four and a half dicks. It was good. Yeah, I would definitely go see it again because I feel like you need to see it twice. 
Um, but yeah, I'm just excited to be fucking human again. Call and say hi. No diarrhea this time, Jeff. <laughs> it makes me so happy that you were so offended by my shit. Um, the, the fact that I hook, line, and sinkered you guys was fucking, uh, an underlying part of that voicemail that I didn't think I would enjoy so much. Um, I still think we need to get a fucking party game going of Among Us. Uh, between a Discord chat and the mobile phone app, we could totally all get in a party. It would be super fun. Uh, I guess I'm just rambling at this point. I'm excited to talk to you. I'm excited to be human. Uh, smoke weed, I'm out. There you go. Art's the human. Saw Tenet. What a voicemail. Hovering uh, between 4.25 and 4.5 dicks. I feel like I shared his exact excitement, type of excitement when um, football came back. It is nice to get back out there in the world. I don't know what county he's in, but L.A. County still doesn't have fucking movie theaters. Tenet is the first thing, dude. I, I cannot wait to see that movie. It was an important review. I'm, I'm, thank you for that. Thank you, Art. Yeah, it's it should be interesting because, like, the stuff that they were just like, you know what? fuck it, we got to just put these out. There's still a decent amount of people that, like like us, that wanted to see Tenet but didn't get to. So when, and fucking if, America ever gets back to normal and theaters are open coast to coast, I imagine they're just going to put it back in theaters, right? They're not going to let that yeah, go. They have to. Or is so much time going to pass where we're going to get in the window of where it would be coming out on Blu-ray anyway? And then it's on HBO and shit. Or they just can, they might just hold off on that completely. So man, this sucks. This is like th- this is the worst chunk of time of my life. Yeah, I can't remember sure. anything sucking dick this much. This is the no, worst. This is the worst. This is the worst existence. Yeah, it was pretty much unbearable when we didn't have sports. Now that I can gamble on something, I'm definitely willing to bury my head. I played some <laughs> hoops today. But no, this is the worst time in my life for sure from like a society standpoint, I guess. I would, I would put it that way. But uh, So is, do you know if New York City has theaters? If, they, if they're open, excuse me? I don't think I, so. I believe they are, actually. No shit. So I was thinking there's no way Tenet will never play in theaters in L.A. Like, I just can't believe that. He'll have to make it available and just, like, expect her. Like, there's enough, obviously, like, of movie nerds in L.A. that are going to go see it. Like, I'm going to see it in the theaters. If they put it out in theaters, I will go check it out. Like, even if it's out on DVD, I'm going to the theater to see it. Uh, I just saw an article that every state except New York and North Carolina have either open movie theaters or at least announced a plan to. All right, yeah, September 16th. Cuomo says New York will hold off reopening movie theaters. Man, you're still super quiet, Shuddy. Your shit never bounced back. Oh, shit. Here's a voicemail that from early August that we just spaced out on. Our bad. What's Let's get up, to MSPH? this. What's uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Colt McCarpenter <laughs> from St. Louis. And uh, 
I've had a lot of things I wanted to weigh in on over the years. Uh, oh, boy. Oh, man. Buckle up. I love this. He, he's going to unload. first time calling, and you fucking didn't play for three months, and he's going to unload on us. <laughs> Yee. Well, I love getting my balls licked. I don't care about anything. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. Finally, some fucking sanity around here. Oh, man. I had to, I had to rewind to, to play through that. Uh, first of all, I love getting my balls licked. I don't care about any of the rest of you. That is the most exhilarating and terrifying thing ever in the world. Terrifying. Second of all, motherfucker Fortnite. Um, anybody that plays that is probably a virgin sniper and needs to get a real hobby. And third of all... Fucking dude's like, you guys are... You guys can sit there getting your clits licked while you play Fortnite like a bunch of cucks. <laughs> Dude, he is he is making us sound like bitch made just bitch made fools. Just I played Fortnite last night, dude, coming out my neck. Yeah. <laughs> I am kind of, I am a born again virgin though. Keep going. Oh shit. Uh oh fucking. You deleted it forever? <laughs> no, I went to hit play, and then it fucking minimized it in the damn Google Voice app. Right? So, um, to shut it Hold on. And third of all, um, I enter the shower from the shower head side so I can regulate the temperature and exit on the other side because that's where all my towels are. Sounds like he's got a big-ass shower. Yeah, I don't have that much room. I mean, I, I guess I do. So, uh, to shut it, I want to say, if you're ever doing a remodel, don't ever reach into the poop hole for any reason, ever. And uh, I was wondering, smart. I'm reaching out to the Puminati, because I have a new job that pays well and has awesome benefits, but they do drug testing, so my favorite hobby of smoking joints and listening to the homies at MSPH is <laughs> kind of been put on hold here lately. I was wondering if any of the Puminati out there has a suggestion on how a man can still hold a good job and pass drug tests, but be able to smoke a little weed and get high. Any advice would be great. Thanks. Sorry for the rambling voicemails for the first time. Man, I, I'm not gonna lie, and I don't I'm not trying to rub it in his face, but it's so nice to not have to worry about that. Like yes, what is. what a stupid waste of money policy that bullshit is. Like the only drug that ever really shows up for a drug test is weed. It stays in your system way longer than it should. All the real problem drugs are only there for like 24 hours to three days. So unless somebody's a raging cokehead, odds are you're probably not going to get them. And if they are a raging cokehead, odds are that'll show in their work. And if not, they're, they're productive. Doing all that cocaine makes them productive. It's turned them into good workers. So you should keep them anyway. Someone fart? No, my, my phone vibrated and it's on my desk. Sorry. Oh, oh, okay. But as far as beating drug tests, so I've talked about it before. My mom panicked when she heard that I tried ketamine once when I was a teenager and sent me to outpatient rehab 
So I was like 14 or 15 sitting in a room with my peers, 14 and 15-year-olds, that were fucking smack addicts. <laughs> and they were like, so what are you, what's your drug of choice, Kevin? And I think at this point, I'd only smoked weed like a handful of times, and I tried K once. And I, was, and I explained that, and I was like, so I guess it's weed. And, the, and everybody looked at me. It was like that so scene I in Half-Baked. Yeah, I was, I was the pariah. I was like, really, you pussy? What are you doing here? And they even pulled my mom and I aside one day and were like, I don't think this place is the right fit for Kevin. <laughs> but the, those, I, I remember getting drug tested, going to that, and this one girl peed in a cup, and one of the counselors was like, you basically just pissed Evian. We're testing you again. You just drank so much water that you pissed just clear nothingness. So... I guess if you have the heads up and the time and you've got dirty piss, chugging water does help. And I I feel like as a kid, I remember hearing something about drinking cranberry juice, but there was so much disinformation flying around. That could be fake news. I mean, I got this. Let me weigh in. If you have enough time on Amazon, you can get herbal clean, uh, Q carbo 32. It comes in different couple a couple of different flavors, I believe you're not getting it for the flavor, obviously, but I, I passed a drug test using this and I, you know, this is while I lived in California. I haven't went like really more than two days without smoking pot in California. And this was the only, and I'm just saying that cause I think I stopped for two days for this drug test. So I knew two days in advance about it. So I, uh, I stopped smoking. I went to the gym a couple of times. I went in the sauna. I sweat as much as I could. So I, I definitely recommend working out, sweating, getting into a sauna if you have access to one. Yeah, because it and stores you, in your fat cells, right? So if you burn them off, get your yeah. metabolism going up a little bit, it'll burn them off. Yeah, you do a lot of that. And then like the morning like the morning of my my um, drug test, I drank that cleanse. You got to like, I think, drink it like pretty moderately fast. And then I chugged a whole bunch of water. I went into the sauna for like seriously like 45 minutes over the course of like an hour and a half. You know, I stepped in and out. I hit the treadmill a little bit, just sweat like crazy. And then pretty much left the sauna and went like right to the drug test. I probably pissed a whole bunch of water myself, but I passed. I also hear you gotta, if you thug it out for a couple of days, but you'd be all right. If you piss in the cup and then you take a dump and you take that turd. And you just poke, just poke your piss sample with it. You don't have to leave the turd in there. Just one thrust and then throw the turd away. Don't listen to this part. This is not good. I know he's on to something. Keep going. (laughs) Talk that out. I've also heard stories. That guy took us on a real ride in that voicemail. I've heard stories of people getting somebody with clean piss to piss in a condom. And then they tie the condom around their dick and nuts and then unzip their pants, take the piss condom out through the zipper and then prick it with a pin and piss into the piss bottle. Yeah. What this guy did was pretty much ask the Puminani for piss. Right. I mean, you just have to find one of your homies that doesn't smoke weed and get them to piss in a condom. A coworker, (laughs) I guess. 
have them have them pissing a condom for you. No, or the guy like, the guy administering your drug test. He probably doesn't smoke weed, so get his piss. <laughs> I had a I uh I had a homie who did a whizinator. Um I'm not Oh, the fake dick? Yeah. I had a friend who did that and that worked out for him. So you could do that. I don't, don't know, they... I don't know many more details outside of that. And that was actually my college roommate. I just don't start remember it. I know he did it and it worked. Because I think that doesn't the Wizenator, don't they also sell synthetic urine to pass off as your own? Yeah. Because that would also be hard to find a friend who's willing to piss into a fake dick for you. Um, another thing you also have to worry about when you get into that shit, though, is keeping the temperature right. Because I think they have a little strip on mm. the piss sample bottle that yeah, takes the temperature. So if your piss is too cold, like you just got a water bottle, bottle full of old piss that's room temperature, that, that shit's not going to fly either. They'll get you, they'll either pinch will you. It if it's too warm. Yeah, yeah, or you just piss be like, people. I just got a hot dick. Warms up my piss. I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. I just got hot piss. What can I say? Well, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry it took us that long to get to it. That was like two months ago. So hopefully um, this info is not getting to you too late. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully you still listen. Yeah. You're on sort of bummed out. Oops. Our bad. Well, hey, uh, thanks for listening, friends. If you need more MSPH in your life, you can sign up for our Patreon. It's patreon.com slash madscientistpartyhour. Stay pretty active on there. And we've got uh, just about three years' worth of material for you to check out for all you newbies. So get on it. As you've heard us make mention of the show, we're doing it over Zoom these days. And it is available on YouTube. You can watch full episodes other than last week because we had a stoner moment and forgot. Uh, watch the full episode minus the Easter egg that's exclusive to the audio podcast uh, at um, youtube.com slash mad scientist party hour our, our numbers are looking a little flaccid if you will so if you wouldn't mind um, fluffing our YouTube wieners up <laughs> that would be you much appreciated you said that so wonderfully yeah maybe share it on social media I don't know you know, if you did your Puminati homework, you're probably exiting social media. I heard social dilemma is kind of scary, but if you're still on there, maybe throw us a share. Yeah. That'd be sweet. And if you want to be a part of voicemails, yeah, you can call 201-472-0139, or you can shoot your emails to madscientistpartyhour at gmail.com. And if you haven't deleted your evil social medias, you can follow us on Instagram. I'm at Kevin Craft. At Shuddy Boy. At Fade the Media. And at MSPH Podcast. Uh, Shuddy, you got anything? Quiet Shuddy? I do not. Jeff? I have, I, I have to pick my nose so bad, and I'm just like... Just run. Just, just run for this it. video. Just make a dash. Get a quick... <laughs> All right, friends, thank you for listening. But until next time, ooh, something. All right. That's enough of that nonsense.
，二十，二十。Let's see what this does. Come on, come on. Tech issues, please. Woo! Kevin, hey. I am giving you recording capabilities right now. Mm. Thank We're you. We're not going to botch this again. I'll nope. be right back. All right. You can hear me, okay, Jeff? Yeah. Fucking sweet. <clears throat> Your shit looks good. Yeah, thanks. I'm using that uh, the light thing, the umbrella lights. I never heard them called that before. Yeah, I don't know what they're called. Figure works for me. Working on a couple of TV shows, I might have remembered what those things are called. Yeah, there's a lot of equipment. You're not a tech guy. You know what? Clearly, they're fucking umbrella lights. Let's just stick with that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I bought them. I should know. Hey, I bought them too. Why, why can't I get centered on this fucking thing? Let's see. I'll remember that from now on, though. Yeah, I feel good. I'm well, uh, I'm well lit up here. When I want, we shouldn't get any negative, any more negative comments, at least about my studio set up here in the YouTube. No, I want to get. I do kind of want to get a green screen thing to put behind me. And just uh, put some sort of a background up, but um, I don't know, man. Like, not a lot of people go on the YouTube, and my place is just so cluttered, and it's only getting worse. Adding a green screen, I might as well just, at that point, give in and buy seventeen cats. Well, you can like move it around pretty easily, right? I mean, it's not like you're not gonna have to like. You know, put it on your wall for good. Yeah, I mean, just, just the process of like, because you have to build that frame that the green screen hangs on yeah. and keep it from getting wrinkled. And it just seems like a a pain in the old penis hole. Yeah, it's a little more hassle than it's worth, maybe. Might be, yeah. Get a few more subscribers. Maybe it'll be worth it, though, you know. A few thousand more. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Maybe we should um, start doing toy reviews. Yeah. <laughs> well, who's got access to a child? Because if we get a t child to do some toy reviews, apparently that shit cleans up. Ryan, was it Ryan's Toys? That fucking kid makes like 20 million per. Little bastard. <laughs> and no one fucking paid me to open up toys as a kid. I was awesome at that. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I killed it every time. I was walking dogs for two bucks a pop. <laughs> That's what I was doing when I was a little kid, <laughs> saving up for Nintendo games. What a racket! Thick and <laughs> made some money uh, shoveling snow. A few winners there. I never. I don't remember where I put the money into though. I never shoveled snow. I like. I got told to you know, shovel our driveway a couple of times, but I never did the neighbors. How much did you score for that? I don't know, like 10 or $15. Some, like, That's we good lived money in as a kid. 
I grew up in an apartment complex, um, and this guy had me go shovel his 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 old father's like walkway and driveway, and paid me like fifteen dollars every time it snowed. So it was cool. I mean, it was right around the corner or right up the street. But yeah, I mean, I between me and my brothers, we shoveled you know all the time whenever it was necessary. And in upstate New York, it's necessary a lot in the in the winter. Oh, good old Schenectady. Broke my back shoveling snow. As we get further along in this California thing, are you missing seasons anymore? Or do you, are you less interested in seasons? Does it matter? Um, I do. Like, I loved when the leaves start changing color and falling. Uh, and then, you know, just as a nice precursor to Halloween, because I'm a big Halloween guy, mm-hmm. November 1st, I didn't really give a fuck about it. It's just like, all right, now it's just gray and barren and depressing for no reason. Uh, and then, you know, the early snows of the season were always cool. And then it gets to a point where it's like, all right, I'm, I'm sick of uh, scraping ice off my car. I'm sick of it, like, so, like snow getting on my pants, melting and then soaking up my pant leg. Yeah. I miss it in little bursts. I hear you. I just, I was going through more of my old um, videotapes these past couple days and found a whole bunch of winter shenanigans and that made me miss some aspects of it. Yeah. I mean, when I was a kid, I used to love playing in the snow, snowball fights, football in the snow, sleigh riding, all that stuff. Building I never got forts. into, we talked about this mad times, but I never got into snowboarding or like snow action sports. If I were still living around there, I'd probably get like some sort of well, I don't have enough land. I was gonna say I was gonna get some sort of like snowmobile. Um my parent or my grandparents used to have snowmobiles because they had so much fucking land. Snowmobiles are awesome. Ever been on a snowmobile? Yeah, yeah. When I visited my dad in Vermont, he's got some snowmobiles and we took those out. And um it was fun, but in true Kevin fashion I like fucked up and like even driving through the woods and staying in everybody's tracks and shit, I did okay. And then when we looped back around, I got stuck going up the damn driveway. I was the only person to get stuck. I felt like such an ass clown. <laughs> and I like tow you out. Yeah, and then and then what you know, idiot. how old uh, were you? Uh, thirty-seven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is this, this is last week. This this was the last yeah. time I saw my family before. Everything got shut down. Oh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah. And then you, when you get off the snowmobile, you just reek of gasoline. And everything I you wore is just... The, the, the smell of gasoline is baked into it. All my snowmobile experiences were when I was, like, I think single digits in age. Maybe I was, like, 12. Like, the oldest that I was on the, the back of a snowmobile. I never actually drove one myself. But well, all right, gun to your head. You got to pick a snowmobile or a jet ski. What are you? What are you taking? Oh, jet ski. Is that okay? Is that part of the rationale there? Just like it's more awesome to live next to water where you would use a jet ski, so you'd want to be out there with it more. No, or... I just generally have. I have way more fun. I feel like if a jet ski tips over, you just fall in the ocean. If if a snowmobile falls over, it can like crush you and shit. 
Okay. <laughs> I know. I, I and I knew it was going to get there. That's why I asked this question. So, hmm. there's there's legitimacy to that point, but like, if if your jet ski shits the bed and you're in the middle of the ocean, or you have a jet ski accident, however it were to happen, like I don't know. If, it feels like both situations suck as, as, as equally as much. You know what I mean? Like I don't know because like the only times I've ever I've ever been on a jet ski, if it ever just shit its pants and died, I was I would be okay to to swim to where I needed to get. I was never out. You in the weren't that fucking... far out into the water or whatever. Yeah. It's oh, like shit. Jeff is thinking you're taking a transatlantic travel <laughs> on a jet ski. Yeah, I'm not a jet ski pirate. <laughs> it's fucking water world. I don't know. Like, I just figured if you if you get out there, maybe if you're on a jet ski, maybe you go a little deep or a little far. I don't know. I would have some. I would do some exploring. I would try to make it across the uh, Atlantic as far as I could, or I guess in my case, the Pacific. I could get to Australia in a jet ski, dude. Where are you stopping for gas? <laughs> oh, it's gas powered. All right, yeah, I'm gonna have to rethink this. But do you think it was solar powered? <laughs> I thought it was just, I just thought it was big dick energy that you would use. I actually, I you know, now that you mention it, I probably would have picked gas. Yeah, I guess I would have picked gas. I'm gonna. How many items do I get with me? I'm, I'm gonna bring some gas. I'm, I'm bringing gas with me in my. And my exploration or my my jet ski trip across the Pacific. I don't think that's going to cut it. It's not enough gas? I don't think so. Uh, well, I don't know when you became a fucking jet ski expert. Whatever. It was the, uh, the summer of 98, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, didn't, uh, Sonny, didn't Cher's uh, husband die on a, jet, on, a, on a snowmobile? Skiing. Was it skiing? Are we sure? Uh, yeah. Are we sure? Was it Liam Sonny Neeson? Bodo was skiing. All right. Was, how about Liam Neeson's ex-wife? That was snowmobiling, right? I'm pretty sure that was skiing as well. No, come on. There's got to be a snowmobile death out there. No, because I'm pretty sure Liam Neeson's wife, she like fell. Natasha. Yeah, she fell, hit her head, and then like got up, I think. And just carried on and then died later from it because they didn't realize how serious her head injury was. Oh, like she took a nap after a, con- and a concussion? Like, it was one of those situations? Well, let's see. Who knows, right? We're not, let's see. We're not doctors. We're scientists. No, but we are podcasters with uh, access the to the internet. Yeah. So she, her cause of death Probably. was ep- epidural hematoma. Right, but we all know that's from snowmobiling. After hitting her head in a skiing accident in Quebec, Canada. Hey, who's this according to? Uh, Wikipedia. Let's see. On the Carlos 16th Sanchez of March. His... Oh, yeah. Speaking of Carlos Sanchez, uh, he's currently whipping my ass in Final Fantasy football, at least as the, at the, the projections are concerned. So, well, Natasha Richardson... On March 16th of 2009, sustained a head injury when she fell while taking a beginner skiing lesson. Uh, At first, she refused any medical help from medics, 
but complained about a severe headache two hours later. She was flown to Lenox Hill Hospital in New York City, where she died two days later from an epidural hematoma. I thought, I don't know, I thought... I didn't know Natasha Richardson was dead. I don't even know who that is. She's an actress. Yeah. Well, yeah, sure. I don't know. I thought I thought snowmobiling was a little more dangerous. Do we have any cool jet ski deaths? I think it just almost took out that fat Jamaican dude. I think that's Google, as close as we ever got. Google cool. Here, I actually I have the internet on my end. Hold on, let me get into it. Cool. I'm gonna Google death. I'm gonna Google cool jet ski deaths. Wait, famous jet ski. Jet skis, two words. Death. <laughs> Who died from a jet ski? Sean Kingston faced I mean, a second near-death situation. I don't know who Sean King... What famous person died on a jet ski? Christy McColl, 2000, a British singer and songwriter. Ah, uh, doesn't count. She's British. Yeah. No, and nobody knows who she is. Okay. Famous snowmobile... You're really, two words too? really digging deep with that one, man. I don't know if there's been any high-profile snowmobile deaths. Uh, well, Rob Kincaid, a snow, mo- snow machine legend and influential sled rider, uh, died in an avalanche. Well, he would have died if he was on skis or on foot. That's not a snowmobile accident. Dude. This would probably be like a not not a good topic to bring up with Ellis, but he would be more into it too. Caleb or more into it than me, maybe. But Caleb Moore is an American professional uh, snowmobile racer that died as a result of injuries sustained during the X Games. Oh yeah, that's right. I don't know if anyone remembers that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do remember Jeez. that. That's a bummer. Way to bring us down before we start, Jeff. Way to. Sorry, guys. Yeah, buzz kill Jeff. I didn't. <laughs> Jeff, don't kill my vibe. Oh, nice. Nice. Jeff, don't kill my vibe. 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 Out of all of them, I think this is actually my least favorite, least favorite uh, sound drop we have. I had so really? many friends message me like, "Dude, that is hilarious." What the it's Jeff like, don't yeah, kill my vibe? That I'm being a fucking Debbie Downer. Yeah, <laughs> is it good? Is it funny? You like that? <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, I have a bunch of friends who love that one. I think Kwame is a big fan of that one. Well, shout out to Kwame. Yeah, we. We uh, I owe a congratulations, a public congratulations to Kwame. He is engaged and oh. going to be a father. No shit. Yeah, so I'm wow. going to be an uncle. Kwame. <laughs> and uh, going to have some sort of wedding duties, I'm assuming. Oh, that's awesome. Congrats yeah. to Kwame. We're saying Jamaica. We'll do destination wedding in Jamaica. Have you ever, You've never been to Jamaica, right? No. Nope. Yeah, it'd be my first time. 
Jamaica's nice. Yeah, I've heard mixed results. I heard they have nice beaches, but I know a good spot for jerk chicken. Bumbaclack. <laughs> yeah, the fucking, uh, what is it? Jamaican beef patties with the cocoa bread. I used to love that <laughs> shit in New York. Uh, there's a spot I, I know there that has really good chicken. It's called Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> Wait, what Jim? What I wonder what Jamaican hot sauce they use. Probably one that would melt my fucking cracker ass, dude. So, and I I told this story before, so I apologize. We should save some of this riff for the actual episode. <laughs> What's up? I said we should eventually transition to the main episode and do some riffing there. No, oh, all right, yeah, we can stop. I I don't have to tell my stupid fucking story then. Not even that good. It's just about the spiciest chicken I've ever had. Just ended up ready with me, to go. Just ended up with me blowing a Jamaican guy. <laughs> we don't have to get into it. No, like one of Paul's uh, freshman year roommates, like good friends, was this Jamaican dude, and he made jerk uh, Jamaican jerk chicken in like a fucking like a, what is it called? Like um a microwave oven, toaster oven in his dorm room, and it was bomb. But it was the spiciest chicken I've ever had in my life. Like I was like, I was like a little bitch boy, like in the corner, just like sweating and drooling, and like a couple of the black guys like started ripping on me. Like it's pretty hot, isn't it? Like, Fuck, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I think I um, when I was in my early twenties, we went to this bar somewhere in North Jersey. And they had chicken wings and stuff. And, you know, I, I, back then I could, my stomach could handle spicy food better. Like, I don't mind the burn. It's just nowadays I have to deal with fucking heartburn and then shitting lava. So I tend to stay away from hot, hot stuff, which, which blows because I love it. But most places you go to, you know, you ask for, you know, I want some buffalo wings. They're like, what do you want on the spicy? And you say, make them, make, I want them hot. Give me the hot ones. And they always come out and they're just bitch ass. So we went to this place, and it looked like every other fucking hole-in-the-wall bar in Jersey. And I was like, I want the hottest wings you, you got. And they're like, oh, are you sure? And I'm like, oh, yup, I am. And they brought the fucking the, the wings out. And I look over, and I see these three Mexican dudes in the kitchen poking their heads out from behind the kitchen door like three <laughs> stooges. It was like one head on top of a head on top of another head. They were all just peeking out and watching me. I bit into that thing. It tasted like they like took a blowtorch to a car tire and just melted rubber onto it and that's what I ate. Like it was absolutely disgusting tasting. And then on top of it, it was hotter than lava and my face melted off. Yeah, that seems like a very like I don't know, just stupid request by you. I, like a I rookie mean, move. Like there's, you know, every I feel like most wing spots have an atomic or a suicidal option. I don't think this was like a, a known wing spot, though. It was just a bar that had bar food. Yeah, right. Still, I feel like every every spot that does wings on the East Coast has usually an atomic or suicidal option. And knowing you like I do, like I, if I was there, I probably would have stepped in like, oh, yeah, yeah. Kevin, I don't know. I had been know. to I, at that Kevin, point. I had been to enough places where I said, "Give me the hottest one," and I took a bite, and it was like mild at best. I wonder how many times, how many times, if you can remember, how many, like that worked out good for you. Like it didn't. 
Oh, no, that was the only time where it bit me and I never did it again. <laughs> right, but I wonder how like how many successful trips into the hottest wings you've had before it was like, oh man, this is not a good idea. Like I realistically I feel like it wasn't a ton. Yeah, I would say like three or four times, honestly, but maybe. What do I fucking know? <sighs> All right, should we do this? Let's do it. From Los Angeles, California. We are the Mad Scientist Party Hour. (laughs) 